This is the Post Pitch Podcast, the podcast that dives into what it's really like to give an elevator pitch to high-powered investors. I'm your host, Billy Berrios. On this show, we talk to contestants from the show Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch immediately after they pitch their business to titans of industry, looking for hundreds of thousands of dollars in investment. Sometimes they rise to greatness, and sometimes they fall from glory, but they've always got a story. Today's episode, we have Brandon from Retavo, an all-in-one marketplace that connects buyers and sellers. Before we get into our conversation, let's give a listen to the 60-second pitch they did in the elevator. Hi, my name is Brandon Storms, founder and CEO of Retavo. Online marketplaces are the future of e-commerce, and I believe in this mission so much that two years ago, I left my job, I left my six-figure, I left my job as a, I left my job as a tech sales director to, to, uh, oh my God, to, um, marketplaces, marketplaces, launching, we're going, marketplaces are the future of e-commerce. And we're going to change the way that retailers and brands enable third-party vendors to sell products directly on their website. We're seeking $250,000 on a safe note at an 8 million post money cap. We're a Techstars company, and we're also backed by JP Morgan and seen as a future of commerce company. Thank you. Welcome to another edition of the Elevator Pitch Podcast. I'm your host, Billy B. How's it going? It's going good, man. <laughs> you know, listen, I, I, I've been, on, oh, I've been on camera. I've been on a mic. I, I, I get it. I so, get it. Um, so this is a spot to take deep breaths. This is a spot to try to figure out some spots that you missed. This yeah. podcast is for you, about you, and we're going to we're gonna keep it nice and chill. You've listened to podcasts before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you know the vibe. Yeah. You, know, you know what we're looking into. So, Brandon, you were on the show before. Yeah, yeah, I was on the show before. Let's start season. there. Let's yeah. start there. Let, let's talk about that uh, experience. Yeah, so I mean, that experience was was pretty cool. Um, you know, I went into it, you know, very similar to this one. I feel like, um, you know, really prepared and like make sure you know I had scripted pitch, got all the points that I wanted to to get to. Um, and my first pitch was really numbers based, right? Like, you know, from watching previous episodes, you know. The investors wanted to hear about like your numbers, your traction, who you guys are, problem solving, what you're doing. So the problem was I had like two minutes probably worth of information. I tried to condense it into six. Oh seconds. yeah. So um, the overall experience was good. You know, I got through my pitch. Um, in my opinion, I thought I did really well at least to get the doors open the first time. Fortunately, they didn't, which is fine. Um, I learned from that experience and then was ready to come into you know, this this uh, this season for season ten. Um, so take me like, take me through the season nine into the fix my pitch. Yeah, so season nine um, into fix my pitch, and obviously after the doors had opened, I got to work um, with two great coaches. You know, Amy from Icy Clean, I believe the other ladies in the uh, test, if I remember correctly. Um, and yeah, we worked for a couple of days just on my pitch, my delivery, what information to to really put in there. And it was a really eye-opening experience for myself. And Speak about the the yeah. confidence, uh, the body language, the the mental process they wanted you to work on. What tips yeah. and tricks were they giving you in the fix my pitch? pitch? I, I think the the biggest one was you know try not to convince everything all at once, right? Like try to keep it clear and concise, and um, you know you want to have relevant information. You know who you guys are, the problem you're solving. 
but like you know uh andy part of uh andy's feedback was um you know i felt like i was taking a math test there were so many numbers so it was like almost too much mm. so that was what i really drew away from it's like hey like just go in there and be branded be conversational like hey this is my business this is what we do this is how we do it this is some of the things that we've accomplished and just you know kind of let the cards fall where they may and, and that's my natural personality in general like i'm a pretty chill Played that guy. That's what the podcast is for. <laughs> so is it a lot of it is kind of overthinking too? Like yeah. Sometimes you think too that's much. Exactly. It's like, oh. That's, exact, that's exactly right. So like, I feel like, you know, whenever I have to ever think something or not, like, you know, relaxed, or, you know, don't have a lot of distractions, like that's when I'm my best self. Um, and so that's, that's what they were like, just be you, just be your personality, be brand, you know, at the end of the day. I have a new idea, Todd. Let's hear it. It's called the dinner table pitch. We just sit at the dinner table and we yeah. just talk it out. Yeah. Billy, can, we hear, you know? can, we, can we hear the pitch now? Be, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. Can I hear the 60 second? Let's give it round two. I mean, I can, yeah, I guess I can give it round two. Right. I, can, I can try to get it. No, no, no clock. No clock. No clock, no nothing. You yeah. just, this in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Brandon Storms, founder and CEO of Retava. Online marketplaces are the future of e-commerce. And I believe in this mission so much that two years ago, I left my six-figure job as a director of sales for a tech startup to pursue this venture full-time. You see, marketplaces are different from a traditional e-commerce story. Launching a marketplace gives any e-commerce business the ability to enable third-party vendors to sell directly on their website without, without ever having to buy or without ever having to hold or purchase physical inventory. Retavo is a no-code SaaS-based marketplace platform. Retavo is a no-code SaaS-based no SaaS marketplace platform that can fit the needs for any e-commerce business. We're able to launch a marketplace for 90% for 90% less than traditional development costs with no technical expertise required, and in most cases, seven days or less. We're a venture-backed tech stars company that was also touted as a future of commerce company by JP Morgan and Techstars. We're seeking $250,000 via SafeNote at an 8 million post money cap. We hope that you'll join us. Thank you. I got it. Yeah. I mean, it was great. The, the bullet points is what I, you're kind of yeah. going through. And, and you got stuck on a couple things, yeah. which obviously that's what kind of, I'm sure you ran through this so many times. So many times. That you're just like, man, where, this is the spot. And then you start thinking as you're saying, that, that's one word you say wrong, which like you're you, you know what it was that you started with. Like. One of the things I've learned is you can't listen to yourself. You yeah. kind of just have to continue. You're like, oh my god, what did I just say while you're talking and remembering the next slide? Yeah, that that's where you're like, oh, did should I say that again? And then and then it's dominoes, and then the house of cards kind of falls. So, there, so now it's not a pitch now. So you're not in things. Just tell me, like, just about me. I know nothing about your business. Yeah. Tell me about it. Like, how do I get it? What is it? Tell yeah, me yeah. So, so essentially, the best way, you, you know what Etsy is and eBay, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, if you were to create your own Etsy or eBay, how would you do, how would you build it? And the answer to that mm -hmm. question is, is you either, A, have to build it yourself, so you'd have to be someone who's technically knowledgeable. B, you'd have to hire a team to build it. Or C, you'd have to go out and, you know, find an existing platform out there to help you build that marketplace. The reality is, is most people don't have a hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, you know, just to get it started. Forget about maintaining yeah. it, but hiring engineers or hire or like going out to some of the platforms that exist out there today to build an enterprise grade marketplace. And most people don't have technical expertise. Sure. 
So that's where we come in. We're essentially like Shopify for marketplaces. So we have essentially a marketplace in the box platform that you're able to come to me and say, hey, Brandon, like I have this e-commerce store, it's doing 10 million, but we want to enable our third-party vendors to also sell their products on our market, on our website, but we don't want to buy or purchase inventory anymore. We're trying to cut costs and increase profitability, which a lot of brands and retailers are doing. Well, what we would do is we would switch over all your inventory into Rotavo. So Rotavo would now become like essentially your e-commerce store. And then you can enable third-party vendors to sell on your marketplace. See, that's that's that, awesome. That I mean, you is the elevator that's pitch. so perfect. Now, the challenge is, and this is what I know you get it. You yeah. sounded like you're, I mean, it was perfect, by the way. But the elevator pitch, he needs to talk numbers. He needs there's other things you yeah, have to get in. That's the sixty yeah. second part of it because you that was perfect by the way. Yeah, because you explained it that you know look a fifth grader could understand what you're talking about. Right. You know because you made it so simple. Yeah. You put a story, you put a visual thing in my head as it tell a story right. when you related Shopify to it. So I mean you did phenomenal at that. You're a great sales guy to tell, <laughs> which is awesome. But now how do you take that? Put include in there the numbers and what you're at. You know, mm -hmm. you did mention the ask, I think. But how do how do you mention like? Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think that's a challenge of elevator pitch, right? Like, yeah. You know, you want to make sure you get all the numbers, but I think for like a business like ours, like it is a new market. I think you know one of one of the feedback um, the feedback that Kim gave us from the first pitch was they just might be too early, and I don't really see that as a negative thing. I think that that's a positive. Because it Mark is. Mark has said, I, I don't mind taking risks on those early ideas, yeah. even when there's not a lot of data. That's where some of that risk reward can come into play. Yeah, but see, I, I, I to counterbalance that, like the thing is, is we've looked at the data. Like the data is, is retail is down. Like it just is a fact, mm -hmm. and they're looking for ways to leverage their e-commerce channel and all of this brand equity that they built and marketplaces are the way to do. Mm -hmm. And so our bet is that every brand or retailer in the world at some point will have some form or version of a multi-vendor marketplace as part of their e-commerce strategy. And right now, there's no de facto or dominant player in the space. And that's what we want to become. So in the industry term marketplace, mm -hmm. those are where the Etsy's and Amazon's are? That's Correct. what you consider that marketplace? Yeah. So you have buyers and sellers. Mm -hmm. So you have some, you know, you have eBay, right? That's a platform. And then you have buyers and sellers. I mean, even Netflix is technically a marketplace, right? Like you have your consumers and you have your creators. Yeah. And then they put their content on, you know, the Netflix True. platform, and you know everybody gets paid, you know, a certain mm -hmm. amount. And that's their revenue model. Mm -hmm. So all of those platforms, like people use marketplaces every day. Uber is a marketplace. Lyft is yep. a marketplace. You're just connecting two people through one entity. And that's going to soon be the way that people consume and buy e-commerce products is through marketplaces. And for brands and retailers, it's going to cut overhead costs and increase profitability because they're not having to go out and, you know, buy inventory. Let's just say, I'll give you an example. Let's just say like you're Nordstrom, right? Mm -hmm. And you're a designer. Well, traditionally, what the way that that works is Nordstrom will send a buyer to you and say like, hey, I want this product, this product, this product. And you'll say like, okay, well, it costs this much at wholesale. They'll put in a PO to buy your product at wholesale and they'll sell it at Nordstrom for a profit. That's how Nordstrom makes money. What we're saying is, is like, let's cut all that out. Why don't you just go to, you know, the designer or whoever as Nordstrom and say like, hey, like, I want to go ahead and have your product, but why don't you go ahead and try some selling some of your other products on our website? 
And if you're Nordstrom, like that's no water off your back. Like your customers have access to more products at better price points. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it would be a Nordstrom store. So like branding wise is Amazon, for example, mm-hmm. is, a, is a, probably the easiest comparison. Yeah. Everybody can understand that. Right, right. So would it be that Nordstrom has their products just on your marketplace or is it? That they no, would... they could have their products. They could have their products on you know multiple marketplaces. And for the designer or the, or the supplier manufacturer, you know, they have multiple distribution channels at that point. Right. Whoa. You know, yeah. and they're holding their own inventory and it's their own product. They control that. They're not having to worry about POs or whatnot. They're able to just look and can really control their inventory by being able to see what orders exactly. are coming in, what's selling. And for sustainability purposes, you know, in today's world, uh-huh. you have, you know, less, you know, waste when it comes to materials and cost to create products. So it's better for the environment. Customers get a better price point. It's like everybody wins in this scenario. And that's where the future of e-commerce is going, whether people like it or not. Great, and man. we want to be at the forefront. Yeah. And so tell me about the revenue model. Like, how do you make money? Yeah. So for our revenue model, it's a subscription-based model. So it's a, it's a year-long agreement. It can be multi-year. But basically, our clients pay us a monthly fee, and they pay us a percentage per transaction. And then we also do have a third stream of revenue that comes in from our partners. So we do get a percentage of you know some of our clients that work with some of our partners, um, Avalara, who does who's integrated into our platform to calculate tax for our clients. Mm-hmm. You know we get a percentage of that. So we're multifaceted in terms of like how we. So they're they're that. like triple dipping into buckets. That's right. In, in, That's right. In penny in pennies probably. Yeah. But it adds up. Oh well, I mean even for like our partnership agreements, what we've negotiated for them is you know pretty sizable. Where if we have like a really large client that's doing, you know, millions of dollars, you know, they're calculating tax on those millions of dollars and they're filing those returns that we're going to get a pretty big payout as a partner. So that reminds well. me of the, the office space scene or the, the premise of office spaces. They're just like point zero 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 one. <laughs> yeah. And then they Honestly, get that. It's definitely a little higher than that. <laughs> and they, they yeah. realize that they, they've made uh, thousands and thousands of dollars. And I think that's, you know. A glitch, a nerd glitch that they, that they were, you know, not necessarily stealing. No one will know, but they get the their first receipt back. It's like seventy two thousand dollars. Like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, SaaS is the beauty because it's all done without. It's all the technology. Right. I mean, that's the the that's the future. And I, yeah, and I think like the beautiful thing, just to kind of cut a promo on, on our company, mm-hmm. you know, like it's myself and I have two engineers. So when we talk about like small overhead costs like that's why we're raising money right now is like we need to build out the team we want to scale we might want to make the platform better but it's already live in the market like we're ready to scale like we have customers we've built you know enterprise grade platforms for our clients and we're ready to go it's just like we need that extra capital like we've built the jet yeah we need jet fuel. yeah like that's right that's, that's, right. What we're that's a right good now. one so that's what good. about marketing talking on that how yeah. you, like what's the plan how do you market now. Yeah, so we've actually partnered. Um, one of our partners is uh, an equity partner as well as a digital agency that we're working with. Um, so they handle all of our marketing, all of our social media. That's good. That saves the money. So at least equity. That's yeah. yeah. So they have equity. So for any investor that invests in us, that's a that's another bonus for them because we're not going to spend a dime on marketing ever. So the only thing that we ever have to pay for is like hard calls, right? Like we need to like buy a bill, like buy like. You know, coasters or something. Or employees. Or a budget for paid on, social or paid. Yeah, 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 like a budget for paid social. Are you doing that? Any paid? Not right now. I'm surprised. Not right now. Maybe just because 
they can't handle, you won't be able to handle with the, step, the, the two people you have. Right? Yeah, that, that's, three. that's yeah. exactly right. If you, so, if you open up those faucets, yeah. it might run out. That, so that's yeah. exactly right. Like we need, we need the bandwidth. Exactly. And there's clients that we want to go after that we know like, all right, well, there's going to be some changes to the platform. There's going to be some custom work that might need to be done and some improvements. And we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh-huh. going back to what I said, like we built the jet, we just need jet fuel to get to where we need to go. You mentioned Nordstrom's and as, a, as I don't know, you see that as an example, but mm-hmm. is there a certain vertical or industry that you guys excel at? Or? Yeah. I mean, it's e-commerce it's for anything. sure. So anything that's goods related, you know, we can crush it for sure. So we typically go after established e-commerce brands that mm-hmm. are anywhere between, I would say 10 to a hundred million in revenue is really be our sweet spot right now. Um, because they already have the brand equity built up, like they already have products, they already have customers. They're ready to move it off they're the ready, shelf. They're ready to yeah. move it. They probably already have relationships with vendors, and you know. So those are probably them. most of those companies, the established ones. Either they're on Amazon or they're on like. Ha- yeah. So most of them, I mean, they're built on kind of like the the major e-commerce platforms, right? Like Big Commerce, WooCommerce, yeah. Shopify. Like they're built on those big guys, um, or they're custom built themselves. Um, so that's what they're built on right now. And that's one thing, you know, going back to the raising money point, we want to be able to be like a direct plug-in into Shopify potentially or partner with those guys later on down the line. So like, Hey, anybody who's built on your platform, you know, can come over, can also add a marketplace feature to it. Um, but you know, if they decide they don't want to do that, like we're perfectly fine competing with those guys too. You know, we're perfectly fine with competing with the Shopify. We just, um, you know, we've transferred over a client from WooCommerce onto Retava because they don't have a marketplace feature. So really? if you think WooCommerce, WooCom- yeah, WooCommerce, so like you can only sell the products that you actually physically have, but you can't enable third party gotcha. vendors to sell gotcha. directly on the platform. There's just no way uh, to, there's just- I see what you're saying. Yeah, so Woo- WooCommerce, no I just feel like is plug-in specific, right? WooCommerce, I mean, it's their own platform, but they do have a lot of plugins and integrations. Same thing with Shopify. Yeah. Shopify has a lot of plugins and integrations. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're at, but I, I feel like that's kind of there. So let's, uh, let's talk about next steps. Where yeah. do you go from here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that was today definitely did not go how I anticipated at all. Um, but, um, you know, we're, we're raising around, like we have great partners, you know, I mentioned like a great agency that we're working with. Uh, we're speaking to one of the largest media companies in the country, in the world, um, right now that launched their own marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of great things that are that are happening. You know, this is kind of unfortunately one of those things. So that listen, Brandon, happen, you're but... you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. This isn't your first rejection. That's right. This you isn't only... the first chink of armor that you've had to put on and get tough. Well, you ever heard there's a saying, you only fail if you quit. Excellent. Yeah. So and failing, yeah. failing, failing. failing <laughs> anybody, anybody who knows me knows I'm not. I'm not quitting. Right? I'm definitely not quitting. That's the entrepreneur attitude we're looking for. So, that's that's something we wanted to capture in in all these pieces. Is is dealing with rejection, failing forward. Yeah. That's it. Learning yeah. from it. So where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Yeah. So you can find me. My my Instagram is uh, Brandon Storms underscore. Um, you can follow us at Retavo, all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, feel free to reach out. Pretty yeah. nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're going to, we have some big things in the works. And unfortunately, this doesn't, you know, today didn't, didn't go my way. 
Um, but again, it doesn't take away from all the hard work that team puts into investors and partners. You know, we're we're in a we're in a great great spot to move forward. And um, yeah, you know, anybody that wants to hop on the Tyler train, there's there's always room. For well, sure. even though you <laughs> didn't get a deal with three investors that were that you pitched to, there's right. a lot of other investors out there, and yeah. this is content that we can now put in front yeah. or your agency with. You know, we're going to edit this, cut this up. Mm-hmm. You, did, you did great explaining to us about the product and about what you're looking to do. Yeah. We can take that, cut it up, give it to you, okay. and then you can use that as, as ways to get in front of more investors. So yeah. look okay. at the positive on that side is use this as a way to, to it wasn't a failing experience. It was, yeah. a, it was a learning experience, but you're in a position now to, where you got good, great content. You made some great new friends here with Billy and the TP. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we stay in touch and, for sure. Awesome. For sure. Well, I'm really grateful for the opportunity, you know, for the first time to fix my pitch. You know, I I feel bad because it's going through that and then we're coming here and obviously not, not leaving with the deals is disappointing. You know, I feel like, you know, like, then I don't think I let, let myself down per se. You know, obviously I'm disappointed, but, um, you know, I, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity to be here. Thank you guys cool. for having me. Our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for hanging. Looking to the future. Awesome, man. Thanks, guys. Yes. That was Brandon Storms from Retabo talking about their time on Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. From all of us at Brandstar Studios and Entrepreneur Media, thanks for listening to the Post Pitch Podcast. Please subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Todd Patton and Sarah Menendez and hosted by me, Billy B. Check out all the video episodes of Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch on the Entrepreneur YouTube channel or on entrepreneur.com.